Hey guys, how are we getting on? Welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 11. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different in terms that we're going to talk about lockdown and, and this is going to be a lockdown 2.0 survival pack episode. So it's Wednesday morning for you guys, uh, Wednesday midday for me and I thought that it was very important for me to get this um, podcast done and, and turned over early doors through this uh, lockdown for everyone who's in Dublin at the moment. Listen, I won't, I'll call a spade a spade. It's not ideal scenarios, but I will always say this, no matter what, you can still progress your physique in this time. When there's a will, there is always a way, and then I'm going to show you what the way is in this podcast. We need to have that clarity, and we need to look at this with a glass half full. I would first like to say... I'm here to focus on solutions, not problems. That is my job. I understand that people will suffer from this, but I will always look at the glass half full. Like I just said, I'm here to motivate and guide my clients and my listeners. So from my perspective, I understand that people might be suffering out there, etc. However, I'm not here to focus on that. I'm here to try and guide all of you, um, you guys and my clients today. There's no other way to look at it other, other than that for me in the positive light, glass half full. I've always lived life that way. And I will continue to live it. And I really, really think that if you guys can adopt that, um, it will definitely help over this time period. I'd, like, I'd love all of you to um, share this podcast for me. Um, I want to help as many people through this lockdown as I can. It is a very, very critical time for people, not only with physical. And I think that people are getting very mi- mistaken sometimes when they say, oh, we can ju- you can just do a few push-ups in the house and things like this. The gym was a place for our mental health. The gym, gym was a place where we had environments and people around us. Now that's been taken away from us, we need to try and replicate this as much as we can. So from a mental standpoint, this is so important to try and nail down and have a plan and direction in place. So I want to help as many people as I can. I want people to listen to this survival pack and for it to help people to assist them over the next couple of weeks um, over this lockdown period. So if you can, please share the podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. So to start off, we need to always talk about... Um, our, our mindset and this podcast has always been about that we cannot get bogged down by what we can't do and I think that there's there uh, when we actually look at it there's very little that what we can't do we need to focus on what we can I know that is easier said than done with sometimes but I always say this what good is focusing on the negative what can it do it just simply drags us down it's a weight on our shoulders it's never going to do us any good so why don't we just take the positive out of it and we need to train our mindsets into thinking like this and I've talked about this at length on both on on social media and then in previous podcasts as well trying to look at this in a positive light will no doubtably improve um, improve your your mindset your health and well-being over this time so what can we do we have much much more time to sleep more time to implement stress management tactics do that yoga class you've been tempted to do read the book that you've wanted to read enroll in that online class that you've been meaning to do the main thing is we we don't have to commute in and out of work or the gym anymore. We have much, much, much more control of food, so we don't we don't miss meal preps because we have no excuses now. We're in the house, far less distractions, more financial gain for most as well because we don't have the distractions of going out for drinks or and going out for food or anything like this. The list is endless, and I think that if you really, really look at the pros and cons here. The, the these are the pros. These massively outweigh the cons here. And I think this is, we always have to think as well, 
this isn't forever. This is very acute in the grand scheme of things, how long we all live our lives for. If we can all just stick together here and put the foot down and get this done, we will all be able to get back to our day-to-days much, much quicker than we think. Adopting this mindset is what's going to make this process easier. We have to look at the glass half full. So what I would advise in all this is to give ourselves a roadmap. And I think that timing wise here, when we look at this kind of six week period, let's call it six weeks for, for argument's sake now, it might be a little bit less, it might be a little bit more, we don't know that. Try to use this six weeks as a time frame. And I know that I've used this with a lot of clients in the past for previous lockdowns and current lockdowns. We need to have some sort of timeline here. So six weeks is a, is a great time, let's say, to run a recomposition phase. A recomposition phase, and if you flick back to a couple of my posts on social media, I'll run into this in greater detail. And I might do a podcast on this soon. But a recomposition phase is, is a bit of a dieting phase. It's to establish a responsive physique. It's to try and drive a little bit body fat off the, from the frame and um, from our frame um, to improve insulin sensitivity. And then when we do return from the to the gym, then we're going to have an optimal physique. We're going to have an optimal responsive physique, I might say. And keeping our physique responsive um, allows us to, to maximize the amount of muscle tissue we can grow. So there's the first tip is to try and use this as a timeline, try and utilize this time wisely rather than just letting it slip through our fingertips. Now is maybe the time that we can do that recomp that we've always needed to do over the last number of months, but we never actually had the time to really set it out and plan it. Give yourself direction here. Give yourself focus. Give yourself a roadmap. These are so, so, so important. I can say from experience, weeks pass you by in lockdowns. And I know you guys will know this too. Think of what happened in the last lockdown. What did you do that you can um, reflect on then? What can you do that's that differently this time? Weeks pass like minutes. Do you know, weeks can go by so quickly. And by the end of the six weeks, if we have nothing to show for it, then we're not going to feel great about ourselves. So that would be my first piece of advice is use this time wisely. Nutrition. So when we talk about nutrition, we have to talk about um, what our goals are for this for this timeline. So if we talk about running a recomp or maybe some people out there are going to be running a gaining phase, we need to look at energy balance. We need to adjust energy balance in line with our goals. We know we need to try and push food a little bit higher to optimize performance, to, to improve um, the amount of tissue we can grow or to optimize um, the amount of muscle tissue we can grow. If we're trying to run a recomp, we need to run energy balance in a negative way so that we can start to lose body fat and push uh, body fat levels down, improve sen instant sensitivity. But also as well, maybe our activity levels is a little bit less for all the PTs out there. Are you doing as many steps as you did before? I know for myself, I probably half the steps um, from when I was a PT. So our activity level is much, much lower throughout the day. Are we jumping completely online? Um, are we sitting behind a desk all day? Do we need high carbohydrates throughout the day? We'll always use that phrase, you need to earn your carbs. If we have a really, really high, I'll use this with all clients, our occupation and then our, our activity level will be the pretty much the first things I ask on the list. And then I can see, okay, we're a, a personal trainer, high activity level through the day, we're averaging 15, 20,000 steps. Yes, on a rest day, we can keep carbs high because we need that fuel. But for someone who sits behind a desk all day and averaging four or 5,000 steps a day, do we need that high carbs? Probably not. So then we can potentially adopt a little bit more higher fat diet. And the last thing I want to say is 
it is okay to maintain. And I think that I should have started the podcast with that as well. If you're to maintain your body composition over that lockdown, you need to give yourself a tap on the back because you've done extremely well. The, probably the few percent of people who will improve body composition over this lockdown and you're probably even uh, a select few as well who've maintained. So if you can maintain your body composition over this time, you will have done a really, really, really good job. So don't be afraid to maintain, and that's okay as well. If we hold scale weight, if we hold body composition and keep and maintenance calories, that is absolutely okay. So training. Um, when we get to training, I'll, I'll, I've said this a couple of times now, I can't tell you how many home workouts that I've done over this well, it's been an, an eight-month period. Actually, what date is it today? It's the 21st. So in two days' time, it will be eight months since our first lockdown started. So in that eight months, then, we had a little bit of time frame off where I got four gym sessions in, um, or we, the lockdown is lifted for four gym sessions worth. So in this eight, eight months, I'll have done four or five sessions a week. So let's call it four and a half across eight months. That's 144 home workouts minus the four so 140 gym workouts so far which is absolutely crazy how many that I've done so I think I know a couple of things that that is going to help you and guide you through this and try to get the most out of your training we know that that's the main part you know that's the element that I, I find most people struggle with is 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 the training aspect it's it's low motivation i just answered a couple of questions on a q a there how do you get motivated for the gym how do you build muscle during this time how do you do what's your favorite quad exercise people are struggling with the gym because they don't have a leg extension or a, a chest press to go go with don't underestimate the use of, of bodyweight exercises and things like this but what we're going to run through is is how to set up your training plans and um, times to really optimize training to keep you moving to just keep training no matter what happens so the first thing we'll say is equipment gather as much equipment as you can possibly get your hands on right now because you don't know how long this is going to be for and my first lockdown all I had was a couple of sets of bands and a set of cuffs that was it and by the time that I was done I was done with those this time around I have a little bit of load I have d handles I have cuffs I have different bands and stuff like this the more you can get your hands on the better so my list of things that I would really advise you to do in this order one load of course if we can get load in dumbbells kettlebells something like this would be fantastic um, to use and if we can get kind of i have a set of 12s and a set of 20s so those kind of varied uh, load ranges where we can use one for let's say uh, floor press and stuff like bent over rows but then we can also use the other one for isolation work ladder raises although they're very very difficult with the 12s and uh, for me anyway uh, dumbbell curls things like this overhead extensions so load is going to be our number one. Two, resistance bands and different types and different strengths of resistance bands. You might know, you might be sitting there saying, oh, you know what, that resistance band will do me for the time being. You'll be very surprised at how quick you progress through that band. I remember going from band to band to band to wrapping two bands. I was doing a, a foam roller squat at one stage with four resistance bands wrapped around my shoulders with two dumbbells hanging by my side. It was crazy. And all I needed was just one heavier band. So having different resistances will be definitely advantageous. D handles, you can get them online, you can get them from, from on uh, Amazon for six quid, I think I sent all clients today, um, with some clips or some carabiners, which are going to be, I think I sent them, they're about three pound, three quid or three euro. 
get mixed up with the currencies at this stage um, as well. And I think that the main thing for that is for your rows. My hands were cut from holding the bands because you have to, again, you progress the band so quick that the further you get away from the the point where it's attached, the more resistance is in the band and the band is cutting your hand because you're holding it so tight. So D handles would be a big, big one that I would advise getting for single arm rows, lat pull downs. You can use them for lateral raises and um, things like this, chest press, um, chest flies. Um, and the other thing then is going to be cuffs. Something that saved me over this over this lockdown are some good cuffs. Um, you get these again on Amazon. You get pretty much all this sort of stuff on Amazon. Cuffs for lateral raises. And um, if we don't have load, we need to load up uh, split squats, B stance RDLs, and um, things like that. So we need to work maybe like a zercher uh, B stance RDL, zercher squat. Um, and we need cuffs for that so it doesn't again rip the skin off your forearms and um, but also we can use them for hamstring curls leg extensions etc um, and then like i said uh, but the number one priority will be load i know that one of my um, one of my clients andy um, is going to be making his own dumbbells and this is what i wanted to say um, get inventive you know stick water bottles in school bags throw a couple of liter bottles of milk in there books Anything that you can put in to load up a squat or some walking lunges, stuff like this. It's a time to be a little bit um, inventive, be a little bit crazy in what we what we use. Um, I've seen some, some crazy stuff going on, but if it loads the tissue and we get a good response from it, who cares? So like we talked about, it's the training aspect. It's training that is everyone is struggling with. It's finding the motivation to train, I think, is the biggest key here. So we need to put triggers in place. We need to put things that are going to keep motivation high, make sure that we do not miss gym sessions, make sure that the gym sessions are very good quality so that we can actually stimulate tissue. We can optimize our training, get the most out of our training, and move our physique forward. I think this is very, very, very important, something that I've really adopted over the last couple of months myself and has saved my training for me because motivation is low sometimes. Motivation is low most of the time to go and train. So we need these, these kind of contingency plans or these triggers in place to try and optimize our training for us. Number one, and probably the most important I've just finished up my train session. It will happen at the same time every single day. Choose a time slot during the day, either side of your work or at lunchtime or whatever it is, um, to train. You need to book yourself in as an appointment. If it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, upper, lower, upper, lower, something like that, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, full body splits, whatever it is, a certain time of the day, every day you train at. If that's before work, in the middle of work, or after work, make sure you book yourself in. If it's in the diary, you use, um, I don't know, something like, uh, what would I say, Google Google Diaries or something like that. Um, book it in and make it a recurring meeting. 11.30 every day is my training time. And no matter what happens, I do work before, I do work after, and I have times of the day where I do X, X and Y. Um, and trying to make that a non-negotiable for me, 11.30 is my training time. I can get one meal in before. These kind of things are really important. That brings me to my next one. Um, have a pre-workout ritual. 
as close to the one that you have in the gym as well. I think that's really important. What we want to try to do is to create this these triggers, triggers, create an environment, create something that is going to mimic what actually happens in the gym. And by doing so, you're going to be able to um, almost trick your mind into think we're going for the gym here. We're switched on here. We're ready for this session. We're clued in here. And if we can do that with these different triggers, you're going to put yourself at a massive advantage here. So having a pre-workout ritual as close to the one you had outside the gym, water, meal timings, caffeination or stimulation or stimulants, etc. Can we put all these into place? Have your meal 120 minutes before you train, have water intake leading up to it 30 minutes before you train. We can take a pre-workout or have a black coffee or take a non-stim pre-workout. All these kind of things are going to have that trigger. It's going to set off in your head and you're going to be in the zone. Change into gym gear. I would always advise doing this. And I've seen people train in PJs in the morning, Levi's at lunch, just jumping um, jumping on, doing a quick 20-minute workout while they're wearing a shirt and a pair of slacks, um, just in between their, their work schedule or something like this. Are we going to be able to... Listen, I, that's, that's no problem if that's the only thing we can do. And I'll always pull that back. This is all an optimal, um, an optimal lifestyle. If that's the only time we can do, absolutely, do it in your pajamas, do it in your your suits, do it in a, a tux for all I care. Exercise is exercise and we do the best we can. What I would advise doing is to try and get into wear a nice top, wear one of your gym tops that you just bought, a nice pair of shoes, um, good shorts, these kind of things that will get you in the zone because that's an, a nice part about the gym is, is you kind of get out of your work clothes or you get out of your clothes and get into your gym clothes and that's a trigger. It flips a switch in our brain and gets us into the zone. We need to try and replicate that. Earphones in, listen to music that you usually listen to. If it's a certain playlist, if it's um, a certain artist, whatever it is, something that's going to get you amped, something that's going to get you into the gym. Don't just go into the gym, don't listen to any music and and just hope to get hyped about it. Music is a very, very important part. It creates arousal. It creates this sympathetic drive if the music is right. And try to utilize this in our in our favorites. All these little 1% that we can get on our side and, and push us in the right direction. If you can select a room or part of the room where you where you can uh, have a little bit of privacy, um, I think that's that would be ideal. Um, so for myself, I, I either train outside in the, in our patio or downstairs in the car park, um, rather than training in the living room, and um, where people be walking by maybe, and um, maybe if we have a partner at home or some of our family members or dads walking by or something, it just it's it's not the same. Try to get somewhere where you can just. Get in your own zone. It's your time. It's your 45 minutes, your 30 minutes, it's your 60 minutes, whatever it is. It's your time to train. It's your time to help your 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 mental health, your health, your overall health and well-being here. From 60, 30, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is, it's your time. So try and utilize that. Do your normal warm-ups. And I've had this conversation with a few clients um over the last few months. We need to put a warm-up routine in place. What's the you know when you walk into a gym and you don't really want to train and then you kind of you're really moping around and you jump on the cross train you do a few minutes and the heart rate comes up you get a bit of a sweat on you're like okay I feel a little bit better now and then the you start listening to some music and your heart rate starts to come up and you start to do some mobilization do some activation a couple of band pull aparts uh cuban rotations things like this some push-ups and then you're walking over to your first exercises 
exercise and you're in the zone and then what has changed there nothing has like spark you haven't taken any uh, stimulants whatever it is nothing is nothing has changed really other than your heart rate has come up and you've you've got in the zone that's a trigger that's a trigger that's happening at sympathetic drive in the body you're in a fight or flight response so make sure you put this to to use you know we want to get into a sympathetic state when we train absolutely it's the only real time of the day we want to be sympathetic so utilize a pulse razor mobilization activation get your heart rate up before you go in have a program in place. I think this is probably the biggest point I will give all of you today. If you go into the into a workout, especially one that's at home, you have to think on your feet. You have to think of an exercise. Oh, I'll do a single arm uh, lap pull through here um, with the with the uh, with the band. I'm going to do a, a, a 5 one, five, one tempo push. You have to literally think on the spot. There's no kit around. There's no leg extensions. There's no chest supported rows. No lap pull downs. There's no hack squats. There's no leg press. You literally have to think of how to mimic those exercises in the spot. So we need to get you a plan. We need to put something in place that you're going to have. Okay, uh, banded push-up. Um, we have two bands here. We're going to use two bands for the first set, which we're going to do six to eight reps. We got seven last week. I need to get eight. And we're going to drop the band for the second set. So we're going to use one band. We got 12 reps last week. I'm going to get 13 today. We have just created direction. We have just created focus. We have just given you direction and focus to uh, provide a progressive stimulus there. Have a plan. Have a program in place. It's going to be key. And then with that, log in our workouts. I think every single client when I have in, in our check-ins, I'll have um, logbook progressions this week. What are the five, five lifts that we've progressed this week? What are the top five lifts that we've progressed? And then each and every one saying, oh yeah, yeah, I need to buy a logbook. Or, oh yeah, I need to start tracking my workouts again. And I say, what's the most important thing? What does hypertrophy or muscle growth come from? A progressive stimulus. How do we even know what we did last week? Was it six? Was it eight? Was it ten? I can't remember. Did we use two bands, one band? What? When did I do this exercise? Was it first and list? Was it fifth? How much rest time am I having? Like, there's just too much there that's uh, we're leaving to chance. Have a have a logbook. Log every single session. I have a little logbook of every single session that I was only looking at today. There must be well 140 workouts in there or close to. Um, of of sessions worth and once you can log it you progress it you will move your physique forward trust me on that one come to your workout looking to progress like we talked about with the logbook above it, it will give you drive when you have seven reps written on a, a banded chest press or banded push-up every time i walk in i flick back to the previous page i look at what i got last week and then the only number in my head is one more than that that number that i got that day if it's a banded press up like i said i think i'm on um, 11 reps on one on my my opening set i've been trying to get 12 reps for the last two weeks in a row now but i know that tomorrow when i train upper body i am getting that 12 it's all i'm thinking about at the moment is trying to get me that 12 and even talking about it right now what's just happened i've just got my my kind of uh, ears have lit up my um motivation has gone a little bit higher i'm sympathetically driven it gives you that little bit of drive it gives you a little bit of focus so look to progress all your lifts every single time you enter the gym a very important one find exercise that you actually enjoy doing that you actually have fun doing this is absolutely essential for adherence right now it might not be um 
the most uh, ideal program. You might not enjoy it as much as you do to the gym. That's completely natural. Do you know, I don't enjoy these workouts as much as the gym, but I find different workouts. At the moment, I'm loving a um, a single arm kind of a unilateral uh, cable row, but with the band, I'm loving that exercise at the moment. I'm loving my um, banded press-ups at the moment, my, my ladder raises. These give me a little bit of drive for every time I walk into the gym. Heel elevated split squats I'm loving. Whenever I know that the session is coming up and I say, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to progressing that. Whereas if we have burpees and now nothing against burpees or anything, but if we have exercises we hate doing, what's the likelihood of us skipping that session? Very high. So let's try and keep exercise that we absolutely, not that we actually absolutely love, but something that's going to um, be a little more fun for us to uh, give us a little bit of motivation to get into the session. Have someone to guide you through this. Accountability, programming, nutritional considerations, motivation, sleep stress and recovery management and digestion management. These are very, very important parts. And we talk about allostatic load, like overall stress load. Having someone to take the stress off, nutrition, um, your programming to try and drive you in the right direction, to improve your body composition, to look after you. These kind of things go go a long way. So make sure that you do reach out to someone and, and make sure that you have a plan in place. And all these kind of things that we talked about have to be in place for us to keep moving forward. So like I said, if anyone is out there that is struggling at the moment, please reach out. I'm, I'm always here to help. If you need structure, if you need guidance, if you need motivation, if you need a roadmap like we talked about, I think that's probably the most important part. This gives you clarity and focus on goals. I think that that is all you need over this time. Some sort of goal ahead of you, some sort of roadmap to get there and someone to guide you through it. So please don't be afraid to ask for help. This is my job. Like I said, I'm here to find solutions to your problems. So hopefully that you can take something from this um, this episode. Uh, Again, like I said, I've been through this for too long at this stage and hopefully that you can take a couple of the tips that we've written say about um i'll run through them now again nutrition the timing using this time wisely into running a recomp or gaining phase um equipment and then our mental triggers to training and hopefully this gives you um, a few things that you can implement um, to try and drive your training performance, to try and drive motivation, and to drive, try get you through this tough time. And I want to always say that this is a very tough time for all, and I completely understand that. But like I said, once we can flip our mindset and look at this with a glass half full, we have a lot more that we can do right now. And to focus on what we can, that's a very, very important part of the process. And if we can have that kind of knock-on effect over to our our other aspects of life and other facets of life, we're gonna we're gonna progress in, in every facet of life here. I will also say that there are still um I still have the petition in my in the link in my bio. And I th- I want to say that we're knocking on the door still we have to keep fighting here to try and make to try and um to try and do our best job i think that people um like neil if you saw his video i think has gone quite quite viral and i think that trying to just get get as much noise as we can because we know that the gyms are um are a place that isn't really causing and spreading the virus so the 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 petition is still in my bio Keep, keep knocking on the door, keep tagging people in the posts. Um, we're not done yet and try and make as much noise as you can. Keep tra- tagging TDs in the posts even, excuse me. So hopefully you guys um, are okay. 
please reach out if you need any help at any stage of this. Um, I'm always here to help and uh, hopefully you guys get on, get on well over the next couple of weeks.